check your co-star? Uh, I have one. I don't really check it too much. Okay, well, let me just read you. Okay, they started doing this thing where yeah. every single person that you follow, yeah. they'll give you a blip on, you know, what, what their day looks like, mm-hmm. you know. And I was going through mine this morning. It says, Marissa Saltzgiver, mm-hmm. highly compatible today. You and Marissa are laughing underwater wizards, manipulating the elements with your spells to produce your own little private aquariums of sound. Dude. How cool is that? What? <coughs> that is very spot on. I know. Wow. I was like, okay, it's a sign. It was meant to be for today. And, w- <laughs> and with that said, yeah. everybody, welcome to the podcast, Marissa. I'm so excited that you're here. We've Me been too. talking about this interview for a while, <laughs> yeah. and I'm so excited to introduce you to the podcast, everybody that's listening. So everyone, Marissa, she's <laughs> in the band, The Roommates. That's how we cross paths in live. So mm-hmm. we're here to share our story. Well, thanks for having me. What's up, Marissa? <laughs> how are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yeah, I just been off today for work so I've been off school the past few weeks so just been kind of relaxing and chilling and catching up on sleep so that's been really good that's really cool well thanks for coming through we are actually in the living room tonight um it's a little cold in the studio (laughs) I'm working on insulating it a little bit better but so we're in here in this in the living room with Carol she's got the fireplace on the tv it's pretty cozy in here, so... Yes, I'm glad we're in here, too, because I get cold really easily. Yeah, I was like... I was thinking the same thing. I said, I know Marissa is a lot like me. She's always yeah. bundled up. Um, yeah, we need to do this in a little Totally. We've got the, we got the vibes in here tonight, too. We have the Christmas tree, the fireplace on the TV. And we were, already, we were already talking in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We were getting warmed up. So I know, I know this podcast is going to go some places. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's start from the top. Okay. Mm-hmm. So y'all, if, if you didn't know, Marissa is the drummer in the roommates. Mm-hmm. She plays the drums. She plays the bass. Um, I do play the bass. She was <laughs> just saying she's going to lay some vocals down tonight. So <laughs> y'all get ready. <laughs> I might, I might be boxing this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not actually. (laughs) For real y'all, Marissa is super talented. I'm really, really thankful that we cross paths. Me too. You've, you know, you've really helped me grow as a person, as a musician. Um, And I'm just like, man, I know it was fate for all of us to, to do what we're doing Mm -hmm. now. And I'm excited to actually sit down and talk with you a little bit more mm. like one-on-one yeah me too I, I want to like know a little <laughs> bit more about the deets I, I yeah. know I know the gist you yeah. know what I'm saying like yeah we all know each other really well yeah but tonight it's about you it's about what is Marissa's story mm. where do you come from and how did you get to where you are today so with that being said like let's just start from the beginning mm-hmm. you know you're a musician So we'll kind of start there, like growing up. How Mm -hmm. did you get into music? Where did all that start for you? Yeah, so it started, I mean, I can't ever think of a time where 
I had like this moment where I was like, oh, I want to be a musician. I think I just was like, it was always a part of me. You know, I wanted to play drums for as long as I can remember. And I got started with music. My dad, well, I asked for a drum set um, several times when I was growing up. And first they got me like this electronic pad thing. And they're like, okay, if you, if you play this and if you like it, then maybe we'll think about bumping it up a little bit. And so I, I played it and I was really into it. How old were you at this time? Oh, man. I think I was about seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. So I was pretty young. Yeah. And so I was like, it was like a little Yamaha, like four pad thing. And I loved it. It was cool. And then I kept asking over and over again. And then they were like, okay, I guess, I guess she's serious about this. I guess she really likes the drums. So then I was about 10 years old and then I... Uh, they had a, a band director come to the come to each classroom uh, that we were in. So I was in fifth grade. And he's like, okay, anybody who wants to be in the band, um, come follow me. So I went with him and I tried out. He, I, I told him that I wanted to play the drums. And he said, okay, cool. So play this like little rhythm for me. And so I did. And he's like, okay, yeah, you can, you can be in the band. So then I was <laughs> in the band. <laughs> uh, so this is fifth grade. Okay. And so I still didn't have a, an actual drum set, but I know that I really liked, you know, playing the drums. And so that's how I was kind of like got started with that. I was in the concert band um, in fifth grade. And then eventually when I was in seventh grade, I believe um, my parents got me like this really like it, it was called like the enforcer. It was like this drum set. And so I played that and that was really cool to be able to like actually have like a real kit i was like oh my yeah. god this is so cool like at your i house. love like it, you had it at your yes house. it was at my house what kind of who were you what song what songs were you jamming at that time oh man i remember the first song i ever learned actually it was uh swing swing by all american Whoa, Rangers. Hey. <laughs> it was like a basic drum beat and i looked up the tabs for it um and so that I like I remember I brought over my friends one time and I was like oh my god I know a song <laughs> <laughs> and I played them that song <laughs> awesome. and they were like oh my god that's so cool <laughs> so yeah I played that I had like on the stereo and I like played played the beat to it <laughs> and so and then like I you know I kept uh I was pretty much in every band that I could be in in school so I was in um the concert bands in school I was in like the the jazz bands I was in marching bands which that was a lot of, that was like a lot of fun I was on drumline I was I played snare in the drumline hell yeah and I was section leader my uh senior year of high school and that was really cool and yeah, and then I got uh, my kid that I have now, actually, when I was, like, probably 18 years old, or 17 or 18 years, years old, I got that kit, and I've had it ever since. I gig with it all the time. Yeah. It's held up really nicely, and that was, like, my first, like, like I feel like uh, professional kit. Sure. So, That's yeah. where you felt like you were kind of taking it to the next level. Yeah, so, and then I moved to Texas, and i just been in bands ever since then, so... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, mm -hmm. when you were growing up, mm -hmm. what, what you were you were jamming swing swing, but <laughs> what else was yeah were you jamming, and what drew you to that music? Mm. 
I was really into, man, everything. Like, I remember seventh grade, I was, like, really into, like, Hillary Duff. <laughs> like. Hey, no um, shame. <laughs> I was obsessed with, like, Hillary Duff. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to think who else. Like, I think, like, Fall Out Boy. And then I definitely, once I got a little bit older, like, probably, like, you know, teenager, I was really into, like, Simple Plan, like, Good Charlotte, um i also and then i kind of you know got older and i was uh, like under oath and Wars prada okay um okay. deftones and kind of like that harder like rock kind of vibe what what mm-hmm. where'd you grow up <laughs> uh you probably never heard of this town before okay. <laughs> that's a town called bourbon a illinois it's like a small town about an hour south of chicago so how mm-hmm. what was that like growing up there Uh, Well, it's funny because I didn't realize how small it was until I actually ventured out. (laughs) (laughs) How many, how, do you know how many people live there Uh, approximately? I don't know. It's called, well, it's called Village of Bourbonnais. So it's like a village. So I don't know actually how many people, how many people were in your high school class? I think like 500 okay okay so it was like it was actually two towns combined though it was like bourbon and bradley uh which is like the town next over uh next door and so probably about the same size as robinson yeah i i would compare it to that yeah. actually yeah totally yeah. yeah like a little a little rural suburb outside yeah. of a small city yes yes and i didn't realize again how small it was until like especially when i came to visit texas Mm -hmm. visit my dad um that was like wow this is a very there's like more to the world than just this town i grew up in (laughs) yeah did you want to did you want to leave pretty early on or um not really i think well i i would say when I was like 19, it was actually like my aunt who she was like, yeah, you should like, cause my dad offered to like me move it with him. And uh, he lives, uh, he was in Louisville at the time. Okay. And so she was like, yeah, you, you totally should move and, you know, see, see what's out there. And so I think she was a really big, like catalyst, I think for my life. Cause I think of how differently my life would be if I had moved out of Bourbon A. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of like pushed me and I had a f- like a few reasons for wanting to move, but uh, that was definitely, she really like, I think helped give me that push that I needed to just kind of like take the jump. And it's funny because at the time looking back, I, it, I didn't even realize like what was all transpiring, right. you know, by, by deciding to move out of Bourbon A and it changed my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Was it right after you graduated high school? How did that decision get made? It was, I think I was actually still in college. So I was like a year in college. college? Uh, I went to a few colleges. I went to in, well, in my hometown, I went to this little community college. uh, And then I also went, when I came here, I went to NCTC. So uh, KCC was a community college I went to. You probably never heard of it Mm -hmm. in Verbenay, but um and then now i'm at asu so that's been really fun Hell yeah yeah which you're almost mm-hmm. done i'm almost done yeah i will get my bachelor's um in next semester that's crazy dude i, know. I feel like you just started I you're know. flying through that okay yeah. so we'll go back 
you did you gra- you graduated high school and then you were kind of going to you were taking some classes. Mm-hmm. So what pushed you to want to like what brought you to that decision to want to move? I think um, it's funny. I can't even really think of like a specific. I think it was a few reasons, and I think I just wanted to change. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think part of it too. I think I was actually talking to a girl here in Texas. Okay, the truth comes so. out. The truth comes out. <laughs> that was one of the reasons How that I could you? really think about. Uh, I was like nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're so vulnerable. <laughs> oh shit, girl! I almost moved to Mississippi <laughs> or no Alabama. No, yeah. I didn't. But. <laughs> It's a long ass story that involves Alabama <laughs> and my God. Oh, uh, that's I'm hilarious. So <laughs> I like changed. forgot about that. Yeah. So that was definitely a reason. And then, but then it's funny because she like ghosted me like kind of right after I moved here. It was like, oh, well I'm Damn. here though. So I'm going to make the best of it. And of course I wanted to be here to be like, you know, around my dad and, okay. you know, just get out of my hometown but uh, it was definitely hard leaving all my friends and family there. But, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. Did so. they know that you were dating girls at this point? Uh, my family? Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So no. you're growing up yeah. in small town, Illinois. Yes. Um, yes. You are, you're, you're gay or mm-hmm. you're queer. I yes. don't know how, how do you identify? Um, I would say that I'm, that I'm queer. I think that's a really all encompassing term for, yeah. for myself. I like that. So, and yeah. you know, I don't know if I asked that correctly, if that was not, um, the most polite way, but I just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work on myself. That's here, perf- that was a great way to ask. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I, yeah. I kind of would say the same thing for myself, you know, like, I don't know. Um, but anyways, um, so you're growing up in this small town. Mm hmm. Is it, do, are you watching Hillary Duff and something just clicks and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, I think I, I mean, like girls. It's possible. I definitely had a crush on Hillary Duff, but like who did Hillary though? Duff seems to be a common denominator for you, like this millennial age. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There are different sections to millennials. Yeah. Okay. I'm totally. not going to go into that right now, but for totally. y'all's little era of millennials, Hillary Duff, y'all were, y'all were all about it. So, Wait, you weren't? I mean, I was a little older um, okay. to where, yeah, it's I guess, like, I, yeah. you know, like, I thought she was cute for sure, mm-hmm. but I wasn't into her show. Like, I was a little bit too old, I think. Yeah. See, y'all are like five, like, you're five years younger than me, Carol. And how old are you? 31. See, and I'm 35. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, I keep forgetting your... I'm old. <laughs> Just say it, Marissa. Just freaking <laughs> say it. And I'm freaking I old. You're like 33. <laughs> well, I'm I'm okay with being 33 but in your mind. you, you don't just... look 35, though. Oh, God <laughs> dang, Marissa. You're only four years away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's funny. Oh, but yeah, I mean, for real, though, y'all have yeah. like a different like thing to y'all's what y'all were interested in. Totally. Um, But... So your small town, Illinois, yeah. watching Hillary watching Duff. Watching Hillary Duff, playing swing, swing. <laughs> and you're like, man, something's off. I'm swinging <laughs> over here to these girls. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, pretty much. 
were you going to church back then? Did you oh. go to church? Oh, I did. Oh, girl. I did go to church. I was, um, you know, raised Catholic. Oh, man. Yeah, I went to, like, Sunday school. I went to, like, the Wednesday school thing after after school, like, yeah. Were you, so you were really involved from a young age? I was. I was. And, you know, I got, like, baptized. I was also confirmed when I was in eighth grade. Um, my family was very much into, into you know, religion and all that. And I, I think I was just kind of going through the motions. I never really was like, oh, yay. Like, I'm, I was excited to go to, like, you know, uh, Sunday school or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. So I did. I was raised Catholic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and were you as well? No, I was raised Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, the heater is not going to blow up. I'm just letting you know it's, it's going to oh. be okay. I thought I thought we were about to blow up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I think your headphones are a little bit better than mine. Yeah. Oh, uh, so what? what age were you, though? when you started to realize that you were attracted to girls or man having some feelings like kindergarten yeah totally me too i remember having crushes on girls and boys actually in kindergarten Mm -hmm. like first grade um yeah and i definitely i definitely remember like just thinking you know girls are cute and i didn't really think much of it i feel like um you know, until I got older and I realized, oh, this is like kind of not the norm. <laughs> yeah. What age were you when you started um, kind of understanding that something was off? And and mm-hmm. was it religion that prompted you to that? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Man, I feel like religion had a lot to do with it, you know, because especially being raised Catholic is very strict Mm -hmm. and especially in regards to, you know, to that. Um, I think that definitely had like, that definitely instilled some like, I guess doubts in myself of like, okay, this is like something's different about me. I knew something was different. And I would say age wise, probably, probably like teenage, teenage time, years like around 13 14 mm-hmm. i would say um yeah 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 <laughs> same for sure mm-hmm. so you obviously you didn't tell did you tell anybody or who was the f- mm. how old were you when you uttered the words i'm gay <laughs> to somebody <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think it, it i came out at different times different people so, um, I didn't really, I think the first people I told is probably like my best friends, um, in, in high school. I think I told them when I was like 16, 17 and they were like, why didn't you tell us sooner? You know? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I thought y'all just kind of knew. <laughs> I, I, I guess I thought they just had an idea that I was gay, but um, and then I didn't tell my family. I mean, let's see. <laughs> uh, I think I was like 22 or so. And it, I, well, I told my mom when I went to visit her and she, she didn't really take it, um, the best. Um, she was kind of like 
a little bit just kind of shocked you know and because she's very religious as well okay um so she shed a few tears okay and she was just you know just crying and said that it was against her religion Mm. um and so i was like i'm sorry you know but this is me you know and and but i mean now she's it's like a complete like 180 she's very much accepting of me and my relationship with my girlfriend kim and so i think she just needed kind of time to like process it Mm -hmm. um and then my dad i told him um well it's funny because it happened because i snuck over a girl because i was still living at his house (laughs) he's like what's going on in here (laughs) um and so yeah he didn't know at the time and so then i uh came out to him like the next day because i thought i was being sneaky but they they knew Mm. that this person was there so (laughs) and he was very much accepting as well so that's good yeah yeah that's pretty badass that you were 22 Mm -hmm. and even though you're getting like some pushback from Mm -hmm. your mom like one of your elders yeah um that's what i think was so scary for me um, and why it took me so long to come out officially to specific family members yeah. is because if I had not waited until that time, mm-hmm. I just was not s- strong enough exactly to have a backbone or to say the things that I really wanted to say. And if they didn't agree with it, I w- like it was not going to feel great, but I'm not going to crumble under that. Exactly. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But... I think that's why it took me so long to come out to certain people. Um, yeah, you were just afraid of their reaction. And I think, thank goodness, nowadays it's a lot more accepting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not as, like, taboo as it was back then. It's yeah. still pretty kind of, eh, but, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's It's weird, the feeling that I have about it the temperature in the room or how mm-hmm. how everybody feels about it in our culture. It kind of feels like, to me, sometimes people just, they're tired of it, quote-unquote, or mm. they're just, they don't want to, um, they're tired of, like, having to walk on eggshells, quote-unquote, but it's really, you're just having to, you're having to acknowledge that certain people exist without exactly. <laughs> demeaning exactly. them. You know, you're you're having yeah. to allow space for certain pe- for other people mm-hmm. that aren't like you, and it's making you uncomfortable that um, people have something to say about it. Exactly. So I I yeah I I think there's a lot of great stuff that is a lot different, and I think it's really important when people are like, you know, Brad, <laughs> you know. You have to say it right. Yeah, it's like, but like t- less than 10 years ago, yeah. I couldn't get married in this state. We only just got those rights. Mm-hmm. And there are political parties that are actively trying to take those away. Right. You know. So it's like, you know, it's just one of those things that um, I don't expect ever a hunky-dory existence for everyone to feel okay about that. Yeah. So I, you know what I mean? So I would, and I don't mean that in a way of like, we'll just, I just give up. No, it just makes me stand firmer in myself because like, bitch, I don't expect any of y'all to understand me when I, if, if you do cool, I, if you like me, cool. Yeah. If you want to hang out, 
uh, and be my friend. Cool. If you want to be nice to me, cool. But if you don't want to get to know me or if you don't want to, what I'm trying to say is like, if you don't want to give me space, then like, fuck you. I don't care. And I don't have to spend my energy on that. You know what I mean? Exactly. I Um, totally agree with you. I'm not going to sit around and, you know, hang on your opinion. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Yeah, like, but, everybody's got an opinion, and we're not all going to agree with each other. Yeah, I guess I was going to say something really <laughs> gross. It's like every, it's like a butthole. Everyone's got a <laughs> fucking butthole. Opinions are like buttholes. <laughs> Everyone's got one, and they all stink. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to take Amen. that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave that in there. <laughs> Mark, edit. Mark, edit. Oh, my gosh. Uh so you are a superhero that bursts out of small town Illinois. <laughs> you get to freaking Texas and you're like, yeah. I'm a lesbian and I'm yeah. going to kiss girls, dad. <laughs> and I'm also going to be in rock bands. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I'm going to be a rock star and live the rock star life. You know? <laughs> what was the first band you were in when you got to Texas? Like, and how did you get in that band? Oh, Ah, oh, man. It's funny because, oh, I think it was actually like a Christian like metal band. Oh, what? <laughs> were, you, were you doing that thing where you were like, I'm gay, but I'm also a Christian? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I just liked the music a lot. And I was so, I just wanted to be in a band. Okay. And yeah, <laughs> um, I think I had kind of abandoned my uh, Christianness at that point. But... Yeah, so, because uh, I was, like, on Craigslist trying to find a band, and oh, yeah, yeah, so, it was, like, it was, like, super metal-y, but it was definitely pretty hard metal, mm-hmm. and it was fun. I liked the music, so, and then I was in another Christian band I, I not too like long Christ- after that. I feel like, m- for some reason, mm-hmm. Christian metal bands had the corner of the market for a while. Like, they have, yeah. they were, they went hard. They did. Um, totally. It was kind of a thing. I mean, especially in yes. the early 2000s, late 2000s. Under Oath was Christian yeah. metal and they, they slap. <laughs> so I love, I love me some Under Oath. So you're, you're playing drums in these Christian mm-hmm. metal bands and, and you got in them yeah. from being on Craigslist. How does that yeah. work? How, how ballsy is that, Marissa? That's scary kind of <laughs> you just respond to a craigslist ad i know dude i was in so many bands because of craigslist <laughs> i was in like five at one point because of like craigslist walk me through the steps of how I, you find a band and how you contact them where was the first interaction how did this work so i think i posted i think i i both made a post that i was looking for a band i even put i was like uh like young female drummer looking for a band <laughs> Oh my god! And I posted oh, like a picture awesome. of myself, and oh, this is great. like yeah, I've been playing drums since I was ten, and yeah, and you're so awesome, dude! You're putting yourself out there. That's so freaking admirable, dude! I, I fucking love that so much, dude! Thanks, and that's why I got so many hits from that ad. I got so many people contacting me, and. I I think I also f- just found posts as well of like bands I wanted mm-hmm. I was interested in and that's how I really got in the music scene here. I was also working at Guitar Center too, so that was like that helped a Instant little bit. Instant plug. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So God, you're so cool, Bruce. <laughs> so, like I really do admire that about <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Cuz like 
I would never do that kind of shit. And that yeah. and that limits me in a lot of ways. Yeah. So you just like you put yourself out there and, totally. the, and people started contacting you. Yeah. And so how did you dwindle down what you wanted? I there? that's a good question. Um, I think I just I looked at their music and I just would see if I was interested. I think I was I wasn't really in it about in it like for the money either. Um, so I was just kind of like, okay, like what music, like if they had music out that was cool, then I could kind of hear like what they were about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just like, <laughs> I just, you know, contacted them or responded to their email and I was just very like, I like really sold myself, you know, and just met up with them, which probably wasn't like the smartest thing to do yeah, like, to meet back, up with like yeah. these strangers. Where would y'all meet up? practice rooms practice rooms okay. yeah like um i feel like i would even go to their house and have jam sessions mm-hmm. like i was very in a way kind of reckless but i feel like i just had always like this protective energy around me i felt like i was just like oh, i'm gonna be fine you know yeah i was like in my early 20s so that probably contributed to as well but just, yeah I, you know, <laughs> some of the thing. yeah it's like i look back on some of the places i went oh my god i'm yeah. lucky i'm alive right now <laughs> yeah, to be honest dude i, I remember like dancing. driving to lubbock <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the fucking night to see one of my girlfriends that nobody knew about <laughs> and like none of my family yeah. knew about my family like nobody knew i was going out to lubbock this was like dude. when cell phones barely worked anyways and i'm out in the middle and you like map quested it yeah, and my I have no cell service. I'm in my little Mustang. If I had gotten like broken down in the middle of the you night, would've, you would have been screwed. in the middle of. I would have. <laughs> I just like did Dude. shit like that. All, okay. Anyway, I was about so, to say, can we can we cuss on here? But uh, yeah, dude, you can totally cuss. <laughs> you can absolutely cuss. If you don't cuss, I'm gonna be pissed. All right. Um, cool. So Fuck. you start meeting up with all these Christian metal bands. Yes. I guess that gave you confidence. You're like, in Christ, yeah. we won't go. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't all Christian metal bands. It was like, it was like a mixture. I played in a reggae band. Well, I think I auditioned. I wasn't really like good at reggae, but I tried. Yeah. Um, it was like a reggae band and um, like a lot of like indie rock stuff um oh i i think at one point i played for uh, i can't think of her name she's like this hillary duff (laughs) (laughs) yes i played in a hillary duff cover band (laughs) uh we played like come clean you know all all the hits (laughs) and the band's called dillary huff Oh my god! Okay, we have to play some Hillary. Yeah, now. we we really like we really should. And tonight, opening for down. the roommates is is the new band in DFW, Dillery Huff. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, that's perfect. I I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> that's that's a gold idea. It really is. That's gold. That's gold. Also, if you see me looking at my phone, it's not. Uh, yeah. I'm not looking at my text. I'm looking yeah. at like, my notes. Here. That's fine. I'm not like ignoring you when you're on my podcast. <laughs> I'm not on Instagram. You're like here. texting. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> you're like scrolling. Um, oh, so, how did 
you land in Radio Love Bus. So you're going through the Craigslist uh, circuit. Yeah. And uh, actually, I I got that Radio Love Bus happened because I went to an open mic night in Louisville. And it was at a tease, I believe. And so I was already playing with Whitney. Um, and I believe I recognize Jesse at tease because she was playing with Whitney too. Okay. And I went up to Jesse and I was just like, Hey, like, uh, I forgot what I said exactly, but we ended up kind of all get like, we, we jammed that night on stage and then we kind of just started jamming with Whitney. And so that's how real of us is born. <laughs> and so that was not through Craigslist. Yeah. That, okay. That and so that yeah. was the the most uh, organic formation. Yes. Yeah, I was going to a lot of open mic nights at the time because of Guitar Center. I met like this uh, this this drummer came in and I was like, hey, I want to play more. And can you tell me the list of like open mic nights in the area, like all the nights they're on? And he told me. And so Tease was one of those. And so. Uh, so I went there and yeah, that's how I met Jesse and the rest is history. Yeah. So Jesse and I have known each other for like, gosh, like 10 years or so. How old were you when that happened? Um, I think I was like, I guess like 21, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Around that age, maybe 22. Yeah. So that was pretty, um, was that pretty soon after you moved here? That was a few years after. A few years? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and then Jesse, you know, that's how we that's how we met, mm-hmm. Mr. Jesse. Yeah. You remember whenever we yeah. first met? Y'all played a, a gig, y'all opened up for Radio Love Bus. Oh yeah, that was the first <laughs> time we met. And yeah. God dang, if we only knew what was gonna happen after all that. I think we both had like long hair at the time. We definitely did. And or I think I did. my hair might have been like a little shorter, but not as short as it is now. Dude, y'all, Marissa's <laughs> hair is awesome oh, right now. I got to take a picture before you leave. Totally, yes. Because the world has to see. Dude. It's beautiful. I thank you. I feel like a rock star right now. You you really like, do. Like it, it, it fits like my persona and work at School of Rock and I'm in the roommates. I was like, fuck it. Why not? You know? Yeah. Like, totally. Do you remember whenever, okay, so we opened for Radio Love Bus and then fast forward about a year or so, I don't even know, Jesse starts playing with us a little bit Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, yo, we need to start playing some original shit. Yes. We need full band. That enters you. Yes. Me and Jesse come over to your house. Yes. And so Jesse's like, yo, I know this this drummer. She's really good. You should just come jam. This is the first time I've ever done this, Marissa. Do you understand? Dude. Like, this was the first time I've ever plugged in <laughs> yeah. and played with a drummer and another person. That's awesome. That was the first time I've ever done that. So That's so cool. We go to your house. Yeah. You set up your drums in the living room. <laughs> the living room. Yeah. We have a jam session in the living room. And it only was for like an hour or so. And then Jesse had to dip. Yeah. So she was like... All right, guys, I gotta, I gotta go. All right, bye. <laughs> th- th- this was awesome, by the way. <laughs> it was like magic, yeah, you know? Yeah, it was. It, it felt as like As soon as we started playing, it was just the coolest thing because mm-hmm. I had always just dreamed about doing that. Yeah. And even though I would played like 
acoustic shows and stuff or and with the cajon that's cool and everything yeah. but um just plugging in and being able to play as loud and hearing that mm-hmm. was so cool to me and definitely, definitely unlocked something for me that day you know yes i felt like this was the start of something really really cool and really magical yeah and i i think i was pretty like i i I feel like I get asked a lot about like, hey, you want to be the drummer in my band? And so I'm very like picky when it comes to like who I like play with, whatever. And I was just like, yes, to the roommates. I thought it was like, this is an awesome idea. Like, um, I loved y'all's music when I heard y'all play at Sue Allen's. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. And this has been like the coolest project I've ever been a part of. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I agree. It's definitely been such a life-changing thing. And I don't know. I I just see the more and more we, the more and more we go about it, I just see how special it is and like mm-hmm. damn, we've done some cool stuff dude, and it's just really cool have. to be around y'all and yeah. it's pretty I don't know. Some of my favorite times are just like when we're in the warehouse. Yes. Just us. And yes. we're just jamming the fuck out. Dude. And yes. nothing else matters. Like, don't get me wrong, playing on like playing shows and stuff is yeah. really fun. But there's something really cool about just us. Yes. In the warehouse in our own little escape. You it's know? special, you know? And we have definitely had a lot of cool times in that warehouse mm-hmm. for sure. And we played on some really cool stages, some really cool stages, you know, together as a band. And I, I think it's cool how I feel like I've watched this all grow as well, both like in individually and like as, as a band as mm-hmm. well. And that's like been really cool to see that. I agree. Yeah, I definitely, I think this last year has mm. been a really big, like growing year for us yeah in a like a lot of um behind the scenes interactive totally ways you know i I agree i think we're really starting to um understand like what this means Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the right way but (laughs) i think we're really starting to um mature in our craft Mm mm-hmm and we're starting to like actually learn how to make this really work better. Exactly. Um, and communicate with each other too. Yeah. 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 It's, I totally agree. I can definitely see that just like, you know, the very beginning there's, there's benefits to every part of the process, mm-hmm. you know, but it was just like, Oh my God. At the yes. very beginning, like we're just fucking playing and we're loud. <laughs> and we're just like, ah, yeah. But now I feel like we're kind of settling in and yeah. we are starting to understand that, oh shit, we are artists. Yes. And this is a project, like you said. Yeah. Like this is a thing. Exactly. A living, breathing organism that we are a part of. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like if we never play another show again, whatever, but we're still the roommates. Exactly. And, like, it, we may come out with a new song 15 years from now or whatever. Who cares? Um, but yeah. I know that no matter what, we're always going to be the roommates working on this thing, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And 
that's what I think. Absolutely. I'm starting to understand a little bit more and like putting less pressure on a certain product. Um, and I can see how that's actually like expanding or opening me up and I'm being like a little bit more productive with stuff that I'm doing Mm -hmm. in regards to music. Yes. So yeah, I don't know. I can definitely see a lot of cool growth and that's like Mm -hmm. one thing I love about being in the roommates is just growing as a team, as a unit, as individuals and stuff like that. Like definitely y'all are definitely a huge re- I was telling you Caroline like she helps me as a person but so have y'all mm-hmm. y'all have really helped me be a better because I need there are a lot of areas that I need help in you yeah. know and it's like really awesome to be around people that can help you work through some of your ugly shit you know totally but I mean we help each other out I feel like y'all have just Help me out too, just be able to communicate and just like, just, you know, like work at work as a team. And I'm really excited to see, you know, where we're going to be at in the next, you know, however long, five years. And uh, I think it's cool too, how we can like take a break. Like sometimes we'll go like a few months without practicing or, you know, like even like seeing each other. And then like, we'll just get back in the practice space and it's just like it just like clicks mm-hmm. and it's very therapeutic sometimes sometimes i leave and i'm like wow i feel like really good right now i feel just like just like euphoric and like it was like it was like a, a therapy session mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah totally dude yeah. totally it's definitely very unique what the fuck we're doing totally um a lot of people i think that everybody has their thing that they ex- can experience the sort of thing that we're experiencing yeah. together. Yeah. But like, but not everybody gets to do it through music. Not everybody gets to be a musician. Exactly. Not, you know what I mean? Exactly. Not everybody gets to yes. be a killer screaming our freaking dude. faces off and having that energy bouncing right back at us. And we're like, dude, shout captivating out the whole room. Everybody is captivated yes. with us. We're on another planet together. They want to be a part of whatever yes. is going on. Exactly. And whatever yeah. is going on is like something that only happens when we play music. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like this connection that's created, you know? And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the cool thing about it is, yeah. I'm really glad that I'm really thankful that one of my avenues of experiencing pure bliss on this planet mm-hmm. is through music and it's with you yeah. guys. Like that's kind of what it, I'm, I'm like, that's what it comes down to. Exactly. Is that's what it is. It's like yeah. literally pu- pure bliss. And when we were on uh tour, you know, <laughs> that was also another yeah. moment of a lot of pure bliss for me. Yeah. Just like I didn't give a fuck about Dude, anything. We were literally rock stars. We were doing our thing. We totally. We were. I mean, it didn't matter. We were. I mean, we were just going Dude. down I thirty five, y'all. <laughs> we were just going on the I thirty five tour, but we were living our best lives. Totally. And I will never forget that week Man. with y'all. And then I had a mental breakdown when we got home. <laughs> It was, it was so like, it was so intense, you know, just that whole experience. Like I had never done anything like that before and it was definitely getting out of like my comfort zone, but that's why it was so cool. 
And that's why it was so good for all of us because we like we're like, yeah, we're gonna go like it worked. We just yeah, did it. We just fucking did it. We just we are, dude. yeah, we're gonna go do this. And we did it. Dude. And it was yeah. cool because we had certain places to be mm-hmm. at certain times, but yeah. we also were very and again, like I think all of our personalities yeah. and stuff kind of helped balance that out of exactly. like, you know, just yeah. we just helped each other yeah. keep things like in a really good place yes. mentally, emotionally, even though yeah. we were there was some shit going down with like totally. Jesse's grandmother passing away. Yeah. But it was like we all just kind of came together mm-hmm. and I don't know. I love y'all so much for that. It we was, were there for each other. We God. were like family. You know, we were just like truly. I yeah. enjoyed every single freaking minute with y'all. Dude. And that's not typical. I'm yeah. I usually am I need my space. Like we were talking about earlier. Totally. Like we need space and yeah. we need I'm the But same we way. had we had space. Yeah. Um, because we kinda we just we all we all travel well because we also, we don't push each other. Like, if you need space, you need space. Yeah. You know? We all get each other. Yeah. If you yeah. needed to go do your thing, that's fine. Exactly. If I need to go do my thing, that's fine. Exactly. We're not like, what's wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, totally, totally. We travel well together. I totally agree with that. Like, I I went off and I went for like a run and y'all were just like, we all kind of did our own thing at times mm-hmm. and like, that's just what we needed and we were like, cool about it. Yeah. And then Absolutely. it's like when we all went to Broken Bow, though, with our whole group. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, like, totally. We all, I think we're starting to get yeah. better at yes. understanding that, hey, we're all adults. Totally. We need space. Yes, yes. And that someone needing space does not equate m- them being mad. No, it's it's not a bad thing. I'm an introvert for sure. I mean, y'all probably know that. Got to recharge those batteries. Yeah absolutely and i'm a gemini so i sometimes i'm like an extroverted introvert Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um but i really like i like my i like space i like alone time and we all like respect that like whatever we need Mm -hmm. you know totally absolutely yeah it's very very important to recharge those batteries Mm -hmm. for sure especially if you do like you are someone that needs because i'm kind of the same way marissa totally when you're around me people are like think that i'm an extrovert yeah but homegirl needs my i need to be in that freaking studio by myself bye nobody come in here i don't you know i don't go out a bunch yes i can't do multiple days in a row yes um same way but yeah i'm totally the same way i'm perfectly fine with give me give me like a some video games or a book or like whatever i can like i'm chill like Mm -hmm. i can be by myself or like i was like that when i was younger too i would just go into my room and i would just do whatever i wanted you know i i was play legos i was totally fine with just being by myself and Mm -hmm. you know outside i would go play of course i had friends but it's like y'all can do whatever you want i'm fine like keep myself busy yeah totally did you i i would go play in the in the woods a lot by myself mm. would you go play by yourself like i th- definitely yes yeah. i'd yes. go build like forts and oh yeah i mean i mean i did have certain friends that would come play and stuff with me too yeah. but like we moved out to a little bit of land and so i would and we had some neighbors that were 
mm-hmm. my age too, but still, like, I liked going back there yeah. by myself. Totally. Oh, yeah. I would go exploring. Like, yeah. I was fine indoors or outdoors. You know, I would just, like, just do my thing. For yeah, sure. I remember. I have this very vivid, specific memory that I always go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, me in the, our back pasture, and we had a, a tank that was, like, dug out. And mm-hmm. when they dug it out, they just piled the dirt beside the tank. Yeah. And I made that pile of dirt kind of like my fortress. Oh. <laughs> I did all kinds of shit on that thing. At the On the very <laughs> top, it was kind of flattened out. Yeah. And so I made different sections and it was my fort. And then I also <laughs> had this board that I hammered. How nerdy. No, <laughs> no dude, very nerdy. So I was, I was, dude, but I love it. When I look back on it, I'm. I just love thinking about Dude. that kind of stuff. But I had this board and I had a belt and I nailed the belt in a way onto the board. It mm-hmm. was like where I could put my feet on there and they would stay on. It was like like, little... like a snowboard. Yeah, yeah. I was ma- I made a snowboard and oh. the belt was like my boots. Okay, you know, <laughs> it was or the strap. It was like strapping in my feet. Oh, okay. okay, but I had like little loops where my feet would go in. I would put my feet in. <laughs> I I would be at the top of the dirt pile, Mm -hmm. and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) trying to like snowboard down, and sometimes the the nose of it would get caught. I mean, I would say sometimes, pretty much every single time, because it just did not work. Like, (laughs) and you're by yourself too, so if you like got hurt, you'd be like, yeah. And I'm about, I'm back there, like, you know, like, dang it! (laughs) Oh my god, being a little idiot back there and. But I just remember being back there so much by myself. Mm-hmm. And then it would be, I would lay and watch the sun go down. And it, I would watch the stars come out as the mm-hmm. sun was coming down. Because it would be like cold. It would be like this time of year. Yeah. And it was really cold. But I was bundled up. And I'd just be laying there watching yeah. the sun go down. Seeing all the stars come out. Just, ooh. Oh, Good that memories. sounds awesome like i just repeated myself like 14 times (laughs) i mean i was really into like pretty much anything like i was a huge nerd i still am um like uh all all kinds of video games cart like trading card games like oh yeah what did did you play magic no not then but i i was i've been trying to get into it recently oh really yeah yeah it's it's really interesting i don't have like the physical cards but i was trying to learn like with the um the app or whatever is like magic gathering like okay arena i think because i never i never played it but i always wanted to know i was always very fascinated with it i think it's cool you would yeah especially if you like that kind of like i don't know like i mean you like zelda Mm -hmm. so it's kind of the same i I don't know if it was like this where you grew up but some sometimes people made it like magic is like witch crime (laughs) i don't think (laughs) it's like (laughs) So I wasn't really, I couldn't really, because um, I went to youth group. I think there was like a family I used to like hang out with when I was younger that thought Harry Potter was witchcraft. Yeah, it was that crowd. I was like, oh, how dare you? It's like, well, I'll put a spell <laughs> on but you, I mean, bitch. Yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with that, but like, totally. Um, there was a little bit of that attitude yeah. where I grew up. And then yeah. Pokemon cards. Oh um, my God. I yeah. was... Not too old for them, mm-hmm. but at that time, I was too old for them, okay. quote unquote. It was, it was just like, 
again, kind of one of those things where people yeah. are like, mm, Pokemon King. And it's like, yeah, well, they're actually kind of cool. I want to freaking play them, you know, but <laughs> Dude, I got, I just kind of couldn't. I was into Pokemon cards, Harry Potter cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like all, all that. I had like the whole spread. I had like decks, like, um, oh yeah. And did you have Pogs? I was really into see that's my I area. Think I know what that pogs. Po- see, I'm <laughs> telling you, you young millennials. God dang, get with it. There's these things called pogs. All right, and they're like little uh, cardboard circles, and they had designs on them. And you bought okay. them. You like you would buy. It was kind of like cards, trading cards. Like they were collectible. You have different pogs, and they were, and you would you know. They were more valuable. And then how you would play, you would stack these pogs in a pile, and then mm-hmm. you had the, these, like, things called slammers, which were really thick circles. They were made out of metal or something like that. And you would throw that at the pile. <laughs> what the <laughs> Did you just make all this up? No. <laughs> no. You would throw the slammer at the pile of pogs, and... It was like if they flipped over, then you got to keep them or something like that. And but yeah, then you it was, it was huge back then. And you had these like plastic tubes that you would keep your pogs in, and you'd bring them to school. Okay, it kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, see the pictures. Oh, okay, kind of. Maybe I've seen that before, and maybe that was just a, a Waco thing. But that was maybe I've I seen was all around. about the pogs, baby. Okay, so did you collect them? Oh, yeah. You did? Um, but I don't know where they are now, and that's a shame. Man. If you collected Pogs growing up, I need you to <laughs> repost this on your Instagram story right now. Who out there collected <laughs> Pogs? If you're a elder millennial, <laughs> attention all elder millennials <laughs> who collected Pogs, if you got some Pogs, Please post your pictures and tag me. I definitely want to see your pogs. I want to see them too. Show me your pogs, (laughs) bitch! (laughs) So disappointed in y'all. Makes me so sad. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to judge y'all on on your pog. (laughs) Your pogness. Pogs on the pod. Pogs on the pod. Pog means awesome um, in Twitch world. On Twitch. Do you ever watch Twitch? Uh, I sometimes I do. Yeah, I, I've watched it a few times. Yeah, I yeah. love I love watching Twitch. I see like I watch old video games and stuff. Yeah, I I'd rather just kind of play it, like mm-hmm. than watch it. But I have watched like <laughs> if I don't you don't have the, the game. <laughs> no, I'm weird, dude. I'm so weird. What video games are you playing right now? Oh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Say what? <laughs> Uh, it's called Xenoblade Chronicles. Have you heard of it before? No, I have not. What's it about? Um, well, it actually came out, like, it's been out for a while. Um, it's about <laughs> the, basically, like, uh, this boy named Shulk, and he finds this weapon. It's called the Minato, and it's got, like, these special powers, and he's trying to unlock these powers. And he his, like, race is called the Holmes, the Holmes and they're actually, like, living on like this huge titan and that's like dead uh, i'm in dude i'm you would, in if you like zelda it's zelda vibes it's open world basically okay there's like xenoblade chronicles one two and three three just came out but the combat system is really cool it's like tactical um and it's, the story's really cool the music 
is freaking amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. And that's, like, part of the reasons why I like video games. I like the music and I like the story. And, oh, yeah, the music is absolutely beautiful. Is um, it very cinematic? It, uh, kind of. Yeah, I, I would say so. It's, like, an older one, but they kind of, like, remastered it. Um, but the third one looks, like, beautiful. It, like, just came out. But okay. I'm trying to start with the first one so that it, like... Uh, I kind of have like more of like the story, like the background of it. I'm um, the same way. Yes, I like I like those story and I like the yeah. detail and I want it. Yeah. I want to play this thing for a hundred hours, hundred hours yes. that I don't have. I don't even care <laughs> if it's <laughs> if it's not like the uh, you know the new one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me, <laughs> dude. I put in some hours to this game though. It's like sometimes I need to like. See, my thing is, too, I don't really play video games when I'm in school. I try not to because I get freaking sucked in. Yeah. I really get immersed in the game. And so now I'm just kind of going ham on it because I'm out of school right now. Yeah. You're you're getting... So, yeah. I'm like... You're catching up on lost time. Totally. I've just been chilling. Really? Yeah. How many... When do you have to go back? Uh, Like January, like... Like 9th? Or okay. eighth, something like that. You get a good little break. Yeah, I've been off for like a few weeks, so it's been very, very nice. I've been like trying to work out more and because um, I wasn't really doing it that much when I was in school. So it's been really nice. I've been working out like pretty much every day. It's That's awesome. feeling good. So And you're still working at Guitar Center. Not Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> school of Rock. <laughs> yeah, School of Rock. I used to work at Guitar Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. So you can yeah. you not give me that this that discount anymore? Or? Guitar Center? <laughs> Shit. I you probably well, know somebody. I do. I, I do know people there. And I think they do hook me up when I when I go. Of course they do. Yeah. So do you um uh, so you're working at School of Rock mm-hmm. and you've been there for how long? Man, I've been there for like on and off for like eight years or so. Yeah, I feel um, like you've really been there a mm-hmm. really good like a big chunk of time now. Yeah. I took like a year off because I moved to Colorado and I was living like in the mountains basically. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I've been working at Guitar Center for a long time. <laughs> <Guitar What's up? laughs> I've been working at Guitar oh Center God. for a long time. School of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, right? It's, yes, really. yes. All right. Let's get into some nitty gritty right now. Okay. Okay. Got it. Tell me about a time in your life where you went through something, a major malfunction. Mm. At the time, it felt like it was something that you would never recover from, or it was just something so detrimental that um, it was always going to be painful and hard. But after you've gone through it, looking back, it's something that has actually changed you to be a better person. Um, mm. and you look back at it more as, um, something that taught you something versus something that's going to be bad for you. Ooh, yeah. That, that is a great question. It's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> I can think of a few. Um, but the one that really sticks out to me is it's like, I feel like a turning point in my life. And I was like 21, uh, I was making a lot of stupid choices, you know, like as most 21 year olds do. Um, but I feel like I was kind of like reckless with like drinking and driving, especially. And I actually got arrested one night. I got a DWI and, uh, I spent night in jail and 
yeah so i feel like that was like my lowest point i think ever i've ever had and i feel like that really caused me to kind of like rethink things and like okay maybe i shouldn't be i should like think things through and not be so reckless and just like not don't do that you know and so yeah after that i feel like i really kind of just like it it really sobered me sobered me up you know and i had to like pay all like this all like these fees like lawyer stuff i had to go to like these classes and it was like very like humbling Mm. you know and i feel like that really that was a point too where i feel like i kind of took my health more seriously and i really got more into just health in general and um yeah and i that was just like a low point for me and i feel like that kind of helped me turn it around Mm. was was that like just getting arrested and getting handcuffed and spending the night in jail and i feel like you know that that experience kind of made me get more into spirituality as well and um yeah and thinking back on it's crazy because i'm like man what was i what was i thinking you know but it really like was a a huge point it's like one one of those moments in your life where it's like okay that was like a turning point right there that was like a huge moment um for me so yeah it's humbling like going to jail (laughs) and imagine yeah what was it like um honestly i was so out of it you don't really remember even like you know like i was definitely pretty drunk you know and it's crazy because i was only a few minutes from home and i got pulled over because i was like just i was like texting too while i was driving on the highway i had like an open container in my car and i was just like i was like stupid you know Mm -hmm. but um so it's like i i i wasn't thinking like there was like i don't even know what was going through my mind like i feel like i kind of just like blacked out that night i was just like really uh in like a really dark place and Mm. i felt like you know i needed to because i was i think i was like meeting up with some friends and i felt like i needed to drink Mm. to be able to like be social and to like have fun and that made me realize too like no you don't need to like get plastered drunk to have fun you know and so yeah that was that was a crazy experience. <laughs> so you get there yeah. and when you wake up, is that when it sort of hits you? I think it was like a gradual <clears throat> thing, but I think definitely waking up was, I was just like, why? Like, what the heck? Like, it just kind of was starting to hit me because it hadn't really hit me yet. I think I just like, you know, I passed out like in the bed and I was the only one in there. And um, <clears throat> they brought me like a like a honey bun or something like through the thing the shoot and i had to like wait to like you know see the 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 judge or whatever but yeah so that was i i think it was like a gradual just like but i i think well i think that was like waking up like that day i was like wow i need to like kind of get my life together and and my my dad actually brought me to go pick up my car cuz i ha- had to get towed and he like started crying a little bit, you know, cause we like, we went up to like the, the, the tow area and he's like, you know, like he was crying because it's like, I could have really gotten hurt. I could have gotten to a crash or hurt somebody or hurt myself. And, um, so yeah, seeing him like crying was like, it was like, oh man, <laughs> mm. 
it was pretty pretty impactful yeah yeah man yeah thank you for sharing of course that. yeah <laughs> i appreciate that totally I, I i have no shame about it you know it's like it, it's in the past and it happened and you know i i'm not like that reckless anymore mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah like you said i mean it, it was a turning point and absolutely it just seems like sometimes we just got to learn things the hard way it was a malfunction <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> So you've been playing video games, you're in yeah. school, um, mm-hmm. but what, outside of that, what's currently inspiring you? Mm. This can be anything. Ooh. Right now, I've been really inspired to um, be, like, just kind of get back into, like, uh, fitness, and honestly, like, I feel like social media, um, it, yeah, it can be bad, but it's like it can also be really inspiring if you use it in the right way. So like on Instagram especially I follow some um fitness accounts and I have just like I like watching like or I like going to like these accounts that are like you can kind of just see the progress that they're making and they're like talking about the workouts that they that they did that day and uh so that's just been inspiring me and just cuz like I just want to like especially around the holidays too. I feel like um, I've been eating a lot of junk food and I'm like, I don't want to feel like just sick and tired and like, just kind of bogged down. I want to feel good. And so I think that's been inspiring me to just like, yeah, I've been like, you know, indulging every once in a while, but I'm also been trying to balance that out with mm-hmm. like just working out, like working on cardio and weights and strength training and, um, and uh, plus uh, my haircut is like, <laughs> making me feel like a little baddie so. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like helping me Dude. a little bit okay what's the soccer player's name uh, uh i think i might wait megan? yeah i was about to say that yeah megan, megan rapino yeah oh you think i got her, her due yeah you definitely have megan okay. rapino vibes that's cool for for sure she, and, and i mean that in like a good way like Dude. you know what i'm saying thank you she, I mean that very positively. She's a badass. Yeah. So, she's a baddie. You. She's a baddie. She's paving the world for all of us lesbos. <laughs> but yeah, that has definitely been inspiring me. That's really cool because I, yeah. I agree with you on that um, about social media. I mean, it's it's yeah. hard to not be, to come across some of the negative things mm-hmm. about it for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like yeah. every gift has its price. Honestly, if you everything that um you know it's just gonna have a downside there's pros and totally. cons to everything and with everything you, it's, it's up to you with how you engage with it and i'm speaking mm-hmm. to myself y'all i know like i need to there's certain times where it's not good for me but yeah, yeah. It, it's r- incredible how much information we're able to share with each other and all the things that Seriously. we're able to learn about i'm just like yeah. i'm like man what are we gonna be like in 10 years and these and the kids yeah all they do is learn all this information from yes the internet and stuff and i know there's a lot of people out there it's like well how about you just shut up because guess what kids these days are kids these days and then the kids these days are gonna be kids these days in exactly. 20 years don't be that person 
Exactly. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Don't be that person that's like party pooping on everything. Dude. Look, I know there's not thing like there are things that are not perfect in this world, one hundred freaking percent. But guess what? There's some pretty freaking awesome kids these days Dude. that are smart as hell. And yes. there's some things like like they're they're so advanced in like the way that their brain is working yes. that it may just you may just be kind of a little pissed off because they're freaking smart. Prodigy. That's my dude. story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I totally agree with that. I've seen Thanks. so many <laughs> child prodigies like right? on YouTube. They're like two years old. Look, and they're playing blast beats. Look, <laughs> the we <laughs> like what the heck? Anybody can make incredible music nowadays. Yeah, um, and that can make you man, or yeah. that can be like, hey. Anybody can make incredible music because guess what? Yes. There's enough for everybody to go around, y'all. There's 8 billion people on this planet at it's this point. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. There's yeah. enough. There's enough for everybody to go around. There's somebody for somebody. Yes. There's something for somebody. There's a song for somebody. Yes. And kids these days are going to be all right. That's what I think. Kids these days. Yeah. I mean, I just... I just, that's just what I think. I, yeah. I don't want to grow up to be that person that's like, back in my day. Because it's like, you know, yeah, there were some cool things about back in my day. Yeah. But there were not some so cool things. Um, But kind of like yeah. what we were talking about earlier. That is true. You get kind of tricked into viewing things with rose-colored lenses. Mm -hmm. And you also are viewing your memories through your child's perspective that's not developed you don't know the complexities and all of the nuance that is, that exists in those moments still. Yes. You know? So. Absolutely. Back in your day, you weren't emotionally matured yet. So maybe. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe back in your day is a little skewed. Absolutely. You know I what I'm mean, saying? It's a different time. Like times change and. Times are changing. Totally. There, Yes, there was good things about their time, but. Yeah, like like you're saying, there's also n a lot of not good things. Yeah. Let's get into something a little bit more about you. Okay. What do you think, what do you consider some of your per your personal superpowers? And I believe mm. that everybody has superpowers. Yes, you know, I agree. So what do you think some of your superpowers are? Yeah, so uh, let's see. Well, my hair is one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, just kidding. Um. I would say I feel like I am very kind, loving person. I feel like I see the good in everybody. Um, and e even if they're really not a good person, I feel like I can just kind of see through that. And I feel like I can also see like like both sides to something or both sides to, you know, a conversation or somebody's viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'm just very understanding and kind and people have called me like like gentle and uh, i think that's uh, a, a good thing as well and i'm very driven um i mean i'm in school right now and you can ask my girlfriend kim like i sometimes it's like i don't really take breaks it's like all i want to do is just like study do school and she and you know it, sometimes it's it also makes it hard to prioritize everything um because i take like I take school so seriously and I just want to like do good. I've gotten like literally all A's so mm -hmm. far. I've gotten nothing lower than A minus. 
Um, so I would say, yeah, my just drive and, uh, determination and, uh, kindness and good heart. Gentleness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very passionate too with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. totally agree. I think that you're very, you're, you have a very, um, calm demeanor. Oh yeah. Thank but you. you, you, but you don't like, just because you're kind, yeah. you don't let people run all over you. Exactly. You have a way to insert how you feel. Exactly. But in a very calm way. Yeah. You know, so it keeps like, and, and that's like, that kind of takes, that kind of takes people back sometimes, yeah. I think, because it's like, oh, she doesn't have to get rowdy to get yeah. her point across. And I've been working on that too, because mm-hmm. some that's something that I used to, to struggle with. Like, I feel like I never really stuck up for myself. I'm always, I'm kind of been always like introverted, like kind of timid person, but I've been really working on like, yeah, I can still, that's like my personality, but I can still like, like you were saying, be assertive and, you know, say no to things mm. or, you know, just speaking how I feel or, or speaking up for myself. Cause mm-hmm. I have to do that. Nobody else is going to do that for me. Boom. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's so true. Yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. Absolutely. Like in school, you're working really hard. Yeah. Um, what, what do you love about school so much? Oh man, I love just the subjects, like I'm like all the different classes that I'm taking. Um, so, uh, it's what are like you all, studying? Tell everybody what you're it's studying. Health science. Okay. Yeah. So it's a bunch of different. It's like fitness classes. It's like nutrition classes. Um, I took like a str- like a stress class. Uh, I've taken, um, just pretty much anything in that area. I took a health coaching class, and so. Um, really it's kind of like gearing me up to be like a health coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll be able to like take the, uh, take the exams and become like board certified health coach. Um, so man, I love just like, it's like, it doesn't feel like work or anything. I love reading about all this. Sometimes though, sometimes some of the textbooks are pretty like when, when I get into like the, um, like the, the studies, or whatever like that gets can get pretty boring Mm -hmm. um but i really like i just love the material a Mm -hmm. lot and it's interesting to me the human body is pretty incredible Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i really enjoy learning about the human body too you kind of took classes like that right that was like your major yeah yeah for sure and and but that's kind of like i fell in love with learning about it because i mean like it's a machine you know absolutely and Mm-hmm. this is what we live in it's pretty important to it's really helpful mm-hmm. to gain knowledge on like how it works exactly you know like and i think more people yes. need more in-depth knowledge on how your body works because yeah you know like it's like what you live in exactly and we take care of all these other things in our lives like we take care of our cars we take care of you know yeah we wash the dishes we do and, and like you even clean your computer screens and you yeah. clean your house It's like you got to clean your body keep your body yes. healthy there's things that you can do to to really um help it function better absolutely and health is like such a gift mm-hmm. um and so i think it's really helpful to know how yeah. it works because i think that a lot of people are hindered because they don't have 
any knowledge. It's not that they don't want to take care yeah, of their ignorant. body. Yeah, they just don't have the, the tools because we aren't really taught really even the basic understandings mm-hmm. of like food, movement, and, you know, yeah. how to take care of this machine, you know? Absolutely. And unfortunately in like the U.S., like when it comes to ingredients and whatever you buy at the supermarket, like, dude, literally the U.S. Okay. Well, other countries have, uh, have like banned like more than a thousand different ingredients that the U.S. actually allows into our food. Mm -hmm. And so just that right there, I feel like people just don't really know about that though. Like, Oh, I'm going to go buy the store and buy like, um, you know, like a bag of chips or whatever, but they don't realize like that the like we're adding so much other stuff in the food that shouldn't be in the food, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's something that I'm like really passionate about is like just helping to educate people on, on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, I want to help people like feel good, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just very important to me. I want to like help everybody around me be as healthy as they can, including myself, you mm-hmm. know, but that includes like my family, my friends, and you know, I'm not like an expert, but I just I'm really passionate about that. Like, yeah, yeah. And I think it's something um, good to be passionate about. And yeah, you know, like I said, I think it's just one of those things where, unfortunately, for a lot of reasons, there's just a lot of lack of knowledge. And then yeah. you can it's very it's a very complex situation because. It's a lack of knowledge of how your body works. Yeah. And then we are very removed from how we, where and how we get our food. Yes. And we're very, yeah, we just don't have any knowledge on that either. Yeah. Um, and you combine that with our lifestyles, like Mm -hmm. it's just, there's a lot of factors to it that are at play that cause this mass, Mm -hmm. um, issue where like we have a lot of health problems oh yeah you know in general just we just aren't well people um in general but it just comes down to a lot of a lot of different factors that combined Mm -hmm. and um but yeah I think that small incremental changes Mm -hmm. are the most effective way you just got to you got to start somewhere. You got to start mm-hmm. chipping at the iceberg somewhere and you got to only focus on one area that you're in yeah. and don't look at the whole iceberg. Just yeah. stay in your little zone you and focus on this little task at hand. And then yes. when you get that task at hand under control, then you expand the yeah. task at hand. And then before you know it, you have, you are chipping away at this motherfucking iceberg. Dude, smart you know? goals. Yeah. Smart goals. Smart, Absolutely. small reachable realistic yes. goals yes, absolutely yeah like totally and and that's how habits are formed too you know like if you're like if you go from like never walking or anything until like oh i think i'm gonna like dr- like run like five miles tomorrow like it's you know you're not it's not gonna stick with you Mm-mm. and yeah start by like literally i'm gonna drink a one glass of water a day yeah Mm-hmm. Like you can literally start at something like that and just let that be. And if that's all you ever, yes. okay, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's almost certain that you're going to probably lead. You're like, mm-hmm. well, shoot, I, if I drink one, I'll probably, I could drink another. Exactly. And it just yes. kind of snowballs. And that's just the honest truth. Y'all. Yeah. Not that, I mean, not that 
I'm not here to preach it totally. anybody because yeah. like I'm I literally <laughs> I, I I'm not saying do exactly what I do but because yeah, I do all kinds of things wrong yeah but I have noticed over the last couple of years because I've I've gotten a little bit more I've gotten back into focusing on my health yeah. a little more as a lot of people have just totally. because of the pandemic and everything yeah. Um, and then just in general, getting older, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm old, but yeah, I like, I really want to feel good. I yeah, exactly. feeling good is so important to me now. Same. It, the, Same. it gets more and more important to me the older I get, you know, yeah. that comes down to like sleep too. I'm starting to Dude, realize how important sleep is. Sleep is literally essential. And like people who like skimp out and sleep, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm fine. Like, your body can't function properly if you don't get proper sleep. Yeah. Like your brain can't function and it's literally as important as like water, mm-hmm. like food. Mm-hmm. If maybe not even, well, it's just as important. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And totally. Sleep is weird because that's something we don't know what's going on. Oh yeah. Y'all. We just close our eyes <laughs> and we pretend we're asleep to go to sleep. Yeah. So that's weird. And then all of a sudden, that you're just like. That is a weird thought, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, okay, I need to go to sleep. So I'm going to pretend like I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm asleep. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're asleep. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, where, where did I go the last eight hours? Totally. What is going on there, y'all? That, y'all, read some books about yeah. the unconscious. Yeah. Your body releases. Your body releases what? Uh, some, some chemicals uh, to help you, like um dream you know uh dmt actually yeah dmt bitches (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think um also right right before you pass oh yes i think your body is like flooded with dmt that's crazy and you're you're that's kind of some thought Mm-hmm. theory that that is what you kind of are in, in in an in-between phase mm-hmm. for yeah. next amount of period yeah but there's there they think there may be something to that mm. in theory the dmt release it's definitely connected i feel like there's something there That's i don't know interesting i definitely am open to it yeah <laughs> totally Oh God! <laughs> Do you want to talk about your ayahuasca journey? Oh yeah, we could get really deep if we wanted to. Do you, is that a, is that? Okay? I mean, I don't care. Yeah. Speaking of DMT, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But ayahuasca does ayahuasca have DMT in it? Oh yeah. Okay. Totally. <laughs> so, well, I've taken like, <laughs> taken like DMT on a few occasions actually. Okay. Um. I mean, like, I've taken drooms, uh, DMT, like, in a powdered form or something. Um, and so that was, that, that was a crazy experience. I feel like that was, like, another pivotal part of my life where I, I went from, like, smoking weed and then I didn't try anything in between. And then my friend was like, oh, I, you want to try this DMT? <laughs> Never heard anything about it i watched like this show on netflix i was like 22 or whatever okay i showed saw netflix it was called like the oh the spirit molecule okay and i was like oh this seems interesting yeah like there's something here to this and so <laughs> and then I, I i tried it like once when i went back to his house and it didn't really like 
affect me. I felt like a little bit like, you know, wavy, but I was like, I don't really feel anything until the next time I did it. And it was like a 10 minute, like blast off. It was just like, I I came back and I was like, what the fuck was that? What happened? I like wrote everything down. And I mean, I just like, it was basically just like this crazy, I was like, just catapulted into like these other dimensions yeah well, and, oh my god dude i was like in space and i was just like sitting like this uh-huh. and floating in space at one point and it kept going from one thing to the next i like you know did like these different scenes right and then i think the next scene uh i was like on this different planet and i was like in like the ocean but i was like, looking up at like this almost like i was like a i was like a dolphin or something uh-huh. and i was like looking at like this beach and then bam it's like a different scene and then at towards the end of it i'm like looking up at like like basically like god right it was like this figure of like it was just like god and i was like looking up at it i was like oh so that's so that's god oh my god i know you met your maker dude i literally did and then i came back and because like i was just like you just like went you just go limp right during this whole thing okay and i came back and i was just like I was like shaking. I was just like holding like my head in my hands. I was just like, just like, what? And after that experience, I felt like I was very, I didn't really understand. I felt different. Right. And I felt very much more open. Like, just like, I was just like very in tune, but it was almost like too much. It was like overload. And so I kind of like stayed away from, I felt like, psychedelics for a while after that because i was just i was just like so much like Mm. i was just like i didn't i was trying to like go through life and (laughs) you know like i was like what is going on and it was just a lot very fast god and um i probably should have had some kind of like yeah shaman or something with me guided me yeah um, so there was that. And then <laughs> you I, just come back and Chad's like, did you ride the wave? Dude. It was like, <laughs> it was freaking crazy, dude. And then I, I was, well, and then I, from that, I, you know, since then I did like all the other things. Um, I did, you know, shrooms, experiment with that a little bit, um, et cetera. And then I, yeah, I had an ayahuasca journey um, that was like a three-day thing. Uh, and that was like, I think a few years ago at this point. Wait, what day is it? Um, It is It's like the December 20th. That, yeah, that's oh, that's crazy. Because it was like, I think three years ago, like almost exactly yeah. like tomorrow. I remember. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, I remember when you went and did that. Dude, yeah. It that's was, crazy. It was it was incredible. I mean, since then I've been good. <laughs> I, I, I've been good since, since all that. Cause it was very much like, I mean, pretty much the same, like as my DMT experience. Like I was just like, it was a, it was a three night thing. The first night, um, it, see, it was like DMT, but it's, it was like a little bit different. I feel like it was more of like a naturey kind of vibe. Uh-huh. It was almost like I was like in the jungle. Like I just like, like the first night, um, I remember like, um, the, 
like I, f- I forgot her name but it's like the woman that is like a kind of like pretty symbolic uh with with ayahuasca and so she was just kind of like there it was like a grandmother almost and mm-hmm. it's almost like i was like and i can't remember exactly i wrote down everything but she almost like she was just like hugging me and it was just like i feel like i was just like pretty much like uh how, how do i explain it kind of like I was like like the time before you were you were born you're kind of like in just like this state of like being where Mm. it's like I just felt like I was just connected to like all like these spirits and energies like were like around me and like supporting me and I felt very thankful that night just for like everybody in my life it was like this immense gratitude that I felt was like wow like so yeah that was the first night and the second night I think was even crazier I felt like I basically forgot who i was Mm. like literally i time was going by very weirdly that night like i felt like time was almost like it had like stopped uh and i remembered like thinking i was gonna be like stuck like that Mm. like forever it was like this loop right yeah it was like i was like in like this loop and i kept like going through like these thought loops and I was like, oh, my God, like I, I kept coming to almost and I forgot like I forgot who I was. And then I came back to and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of kind of like how Colin talks about like in his, his podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, I am a Colin and I blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm I am a Marissa and I like here's my hands. And oh, yeah, I live in Texas. And you just I just start remembering everything about you and like your ego and everything. And and then I thought I was good. I was like, I ate some food. I was like, oh good and then i went back to the bathroom and then i started to just like trip again like i was like oh god and like i was i was like feeling so nauseous like i had to get sick and i purged a few times and and so i was like tripping until like three o'clock in the morning or something mm. it just kept going and then i started my period that night and this was like a full moon in gemini i'm a gemini I started my period oh, that night. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And uh, it was like the winter like solstice oh during this time God. too. Right. And so, um, and I, yeah, the next morning I was just like, that, that night was hard. I was just going through like a lot of different like things, like almost like I, I went to like some dark places too mm. at a few times and I'm not really sure what, what that was about, but but yeah, so, and then the next morning, I was like, oh, I started my period. And I felt like freaking fantastic. I was like, I feel like literally a whole new woman because I had to go through like this cleanse, right? Like eating super healthy, like vegan, like I had to like, you know, no alcohol, like nothing like fried for like a while. So I felt, I've never felt so clear and so open than like those past few days, like after that experience, mm. man, it was it was it was incredible and i want to do it again but i think i would only do like because okay well there was a third night but i didn't really take much because i felt like i just couldn't do it anymore i was like i like i can't (laughs) um but i want to do it again but maybe just like a one night Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the three night was just a lot yeah yeah it sounded like you got what you came for though or it was like you know the experience that you needed yeah was had 
it absolutely was i went in with like these set intentions Mm -hmm. and i got all the answers that i needed Mm. Mm -hmm. that's so cool it was you would you would love it like you really would yeah i know i i would i would do it i i know i would have a lot of lessons that are going to be handed to me though yeah totally it's one of those things where i'm kind of nervous but i i know what you mean though i kind of want to go back to your dmt though where you said that you got to the point where you were looking up at this at god yes can you and i know it's probably not possible to even articulate it but can Mm. you give me colors um yeah more description on what it was man um from what I gather, like just thinking about it right now, it was like, it was almost like this silhouette and it was like white. It was like white. And, um, it was, I remember it just being like, like, uh, like huge, just like looming. It was just like, and were you looking up at it? Yeah. So it was kind of like, just like this huge Titan almost looking okay. thing. Like, just like I was looking up at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a white luminescent kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember exactly like what it looked like. I just remember like knowing like, oh, mm. this is this is God right here. And and it's funny because like that was kind of towards the end of the whole experience. And I like woke up and I was like, what the heck was all that about? Damn. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. It was. Oh, then I was like uh towards the beginning i was like in like this spaceship i think Ooh. yeah i was like in a spaceship and like there were like these beings almost like aliens oh, stop it marissa yeah and like i was like okay. in like the cockpit with them right what the fuck <laughs> marissa <laughs> yeah you, you completely forgot this the first time you told us we we're tapping in because i went to like all these different things and then i remember something else too um i was also wait wait <laughs> you want to go back no keep going keep going i'm sorry yeah and then i was also in like the in-between like um place where it's the best way i can describe it where it was almost like it was like out in the universe but it was where all the souls gathered like in between going into like reincarnate into like different bodies oh my god marissa yeah Yeah, it was freaking me out dude that was crazy like that was like but I believe that kind of. I yeah. mean, I definitely have thought about that being something. Part yeah. Of it. Like the in-between. I've always thought about that, you know, like, man, what was I doing before I was in this body? Was I just like chilling out in, the, you know, in space or was I in a different body? Mm. Like what, what was like people were existing and I wasn't here on the planet. It's just kind of weird to think about that. Like, mm-hmm. where was I? Yeah. Yeah. It's like. <sighs> that's really interesting yeah totally do you do you communicate with anything as in guides or um have you had any sort mm-hmm. of like visitation by anyone or anything something like that um like in dream 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 or, or in life like mm. in, in waking time um i would say not recently but i think it's because i haven't really been i guess quote unquote as spiritual as i probably like i feel like 
I don't want to say that I'm closed off right now, but I haven't really been like meditating or doing anything like that. But so I would have to say no, but I definitely have like have had stuff like that happen to me though before. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, we just I just had a pretty intense little moment yesterday. Oh, you did. Yeah, it was like really strange um because um and you know how the holidays are, they just kind of yeah. bring up just memories and totally. stuff and we just came from my grandma's house this past weekend. Yeah. And yeah. um it's got me thinking about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and just being at her house and like you know my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago yeah. and so I was just we were back in the studio me and Caroline were talking and I just started exp- I don't know why I was talking about Grandy mm. and we were talking about him around the holidays I, she was like asking me what he was like and you know um and then I started just sort of reminiscing and it was almost like all of a sudden I'm ha- I'm in a I can see this memory, but mm-hmm. it was so damn vivid that I'm like, and I'm explaining it to her, and yeah. I, I can like see it in my head, and it's like I'm I just got out of the bath, and I've got a big T-shirt on, and it's past my knees, and I go yeah. down, I go outside, I'm at their house, yeah. and it's like summer, and I can smell the air, it's so mm-hmm. humid, you know, it's mm-hmm. like deep summer, I'm in the middle of East Texas, yeah, and. You walk outside and all you can hear is just a million bugs. Oh yeah! And you're out in the middle of nowhere, and I, I, my grand, my grandpa's on the carport and he's smoking a cigarette, and I, and the lights on and the like, the cigarette smoke is kind of swirling around him. And I can yeah. smell that hint of cigarette, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'm like running towards him and I can see him. Wow. You know what I mean? And so, and I'm like. I don't know why I start telling her this memory and and yeah. I catch myself just kind of like wanting to cry because I'm yeah. like all of a sudden I'm like man this is man and then it wasn't but 20 minutes later yeah she leaves the room but I I look at my phone and I look and Amy had sent all that stuff about Grandy no. and I was like ah! and I'm just like crying I'm like what I just had this serious? I feel like I was like almost being visited by him. In my in my mind, wow. at that time when I was like I was, and also while I was kind of explaining the memory and in the yeah. moment, and I don't know how to fully explain this, but within that moment, it's also flipping to him. He used to cook us breakfast every mm-hmm. time we stayed with him. Yeah, he, in the morning you would wake up to smelling breakfast being made, oh. and he'd be out and like you'd run out there and he'd be grilling bacon. Yeah, girls, you know. And, <laughs> And I, and you would just wake up and yeah. you just smell it and like I was having flashes of him like at the stove and I could hear and smell the bacon and you know yeah but then I'm at the car it was just like but yeah and then I looked down at my phone you know twenty thirty minutes later and Amy sent all this stuff about she had this really intense dream about yeah. Grandy like very interactive dream yeah and I was like oh my gosh Grandy's making the rounds. <laughs> Dude. Granny is making the rounds for sure. That he is... wanted to let us know that he knew that we he were at did. his house. He did. He was, yeah. Wow. That and is... He loves us. Man, that actually reminded me of, um, we were, so my girlfriend Kim, uh, her grandpa just passed away actually uh, a few days ago. And so we were going shopping. She's getting some clothes she's going to wear on her, her trip. And as we were leaving 
we see like a car in front of us their bumper sticker literally said grandpa Mm. and so that was like so Mm. yeah i guess you know i have had spirit guides and i'm also really into like um angel numbers too like i'll see like 11 11 i literally every i feel like i get into bed at the same time every night it's 1 11 i'll like put my phone down it's like 1 11 like every night so yeah yeah that's crazy i i definitely get syncs like that synchronicities a lot 444 has been really big for me this whole year kind of that's big for kim and i as well yeah it's been a big big one for me definitely well, we've been going an hour 45. Wow. <laughs> I think we got a lot of good stuff here. We do, yeah. And this, this is like a lot of fun. Yeah. It's really good. I yeah. had a really good time too. We'll too. definitely do it again. Totally. And I appreciate you sharing everything with me. Of course. Just chatting it up. I really appreciate you, Marissa. I appreciate you too. I love you and I love uh, you. I love our friendship. Me too. And I'm so thankful you're in my life. Dude, thanks for having me. I feel like very like honored to be here. Right Absolutely. Now. Oh my God. I feel honored to know you for real. And yeah. everybody, y'all check out the show notes. I got all of her info for y'all to go follow her on the socials. And y'all check us out, the roommates. The roommates. roommates together. So, but for real, Marissa, I love you so much. I love you too. Thanks for being here. And peace out, y'all. Peace.